Okay, welcome to another edition of the Waterboy Podcast. Here we go again. So, today I have one main topic. But before I get to it, I'll start with what happened. Maybe, must have been Sunday? I think Sunday night, right? At my place. Now, uh, the place where I'm at right now, where I'm renting, yeah, it's alright, but it's not exactly the best, but it's good enough. But... Uh, I'm getting a new place, I'm moving out, hopefully it will be better for the podcast, hopefully I'll have a space set up where I can do a small studio or something like that and it will be great, but that's for later. Anyway, so that was Sunday night, so Sunday night I'm sitting at home watching a movie, I don't remember which one, but it's just a movie and I'm just watching, just like waiting to go to sleep or something, and then I start hearing these screams, these loud screams coming like from my neighbors, not my immediate neighbors, but like the house next i guess right and it's these huge screams and i'm thinking to myself oh my god someone is getting killed for real this is scary like i keep hearing these screams and i realize wait the screams is someone praying loudly like doing a mixture of english and what i can only assume is latin but i'm not a hundred percent sure if it is but they are screaming they are shouting they are really on it and then i start hearing these voices i cannot start repeating the voices i heard because it was like devil demon voices turns out it's an exorcism for someone i don't know who from the sound of the voice it sounded like a young kid trying to make their voice super deep but it scared the fuck out of me like i was hearing all types of shit like the demon voice kept saying some wild shit i was like oh my god i'm honestly not even sure if like i didn't like hallucinate this shit because it freaked me out imagine a sunday night at about 10 p.m. and this is what you're hearing and it went on for like 20 to 30 minutes like i had switched off everything like i've been switched off the lights at some point i was like shit i don't know what's going to happen started praying i haven't prayed in i don't know how long but i had to pray i was freaked out i was like you know and you, you watch these demon movies you know they do an exorcism the thing jumps out of this body goes to like the next one i mean that's like one exorcism movie but either way I was like, nope, it ain't coming here. I'm starting to do prayers. I haven't prayed in I don't know how long. I'm like telling God, like, yo, man, just don't do this to me right now, man. Just like let that demon go elsewhere or something. But it was scary. Suffice it to say, I am leaving this place. Ain't looking back. I felt guilty for leaving because I don't want to leave the landlord like this. I feel like I'm really good with him. And he treats me really well and we have like a nice rapport and everything. And remember, I've met him a few times even out. And I've bought him a few beers actually. And we're kind of good friends. But uh, yeah, I have a new place, better than this. Surprisingly cheaper than this. But also no exorcisms next door. So I think that is where I'm going. <laughs> I know it sounds like I'm just making up some shit. But honestly, I have a small recording of what i heard that day but i can never play it i actually think i should delete it even from my phone you know because i don't think anyone should ever hear those sounds like i don't know if you watch this movie called the exorcism of emily rose it's this really great exorcism movie you know and here's the thing i didn't know when i watched it which killed me after is it's this nice movie very scary horror and all that this emily rose goes to like college but then gets like possessed by like a demon they take her to a hospital but in the hospital they try to do an exorcism and she dies so basically the movie is about the court case where they try to prove if it was a real exorcism or if the exorcism 
they kill them because you know in an exorcism they have to like tie someone down sprinkle the shit on them the person like injures themselves and all that i've watched a lot of those movies so i know all this but that's how it was right so the guys were arguing that doing the exorcism is what killed her like because she was mentally disturbed she had schizophrenia but these guys killed her i'm not gonna spoil too much of the movie but just know it has a recording whereby they actually play the real exorcism it sounded kind of like what i have like the 10 seconds or 20 seconds i have of you know i should uh, no i'm not going to put it up there i'm not going to put it up because i i cannot i cannot i i'll be like it would be like spreading a demon or something i don't know i'm not going to put up that shit but it was crazy and in the movie you realize this is actually a true story you know i don't know if the demons came or whatever who knows about that but it's a true story that there was this young lady i don't think her name is emily rose of course they had to change it because it's a movie but she had something wrong with her whether she was insane whether she was possessed we'll never really know but they did the exorcism the recording played in the movie is the exact recording that happened in real life and it is crazy i urge everyone to watch that movie it is awesome awesome one of the best ever a best if you like horror worst if you want to sleep <laughs> all right <laughs> okay so moving on i'm going to talk about uh, the main thing that i want to talk about today i want to talk about marvel's what if right so marvel has decided to do this tv show whereby they do i think it's 10 episodes and it's going to be every 10 episodes and every episode is going to be like a different marvel what if so like for example the first one which was really nice but maybe not the greatest was like imagine if steve rogers hadn't become captain america and instead it had been captain carter you know uh she was an amazing character i mean how could you not like that peggy as captain well britain i guess because she can't be america but that was an amazing episode but not as good as i would have liked because the problem is they did basically the same movie as captain america the first avenger you know they changed a few things sure but they basically did the same movie so i felt like mm, it felt like i've seen this before this is great and everything but i've seen this before and uh, it's not really for me thanks anyway but you know i could do without it but it was still an amazing show and everyone should really see it you know and then there was the second episode now the second episode was the one of what if t'challa t'challa became star lord instead of the black panther <laughs> you know how, you know how forest whitaker in the black panther movie you know everyone else was just speaking with a normal like you know normal american african version of an accent you know that accent they always do hey man how can you not help me you know that bullshit accent they do but anyway whatever forget that so everyone was doing their accent and their accents were you know good enough some were like you know actually really nice i mean lupita of course is kenyan but not raised in kenya so obviously but she nailed the accent and a few others but you had first Whitaker who was like in his own movie every time he was just there like we are the black panther we shall not and i'm like dude calm the fuck down there's no african in the world who talks like that but anyway that was a weird tangent i went on but the second one was a second episode of what if is t'challa becomes star lord instead of peter quill which was really nice and the best part about it is nothing about it was anything i've seen in marvel it was a completely different 
TV series. Like, it was a completely different show. Like, they could have done that movie as its own. Like, I wish they had done that movie as its own. Wouldn't have had Thanos, that's for sure. Actually, no. Let me not spoil too much. You need to see it yourself. It was amazing. It was inspiring. It was also really heartbreaking because you know that's one of Chadwick Boseman's final appearances, you know? And as the season of What If continues, realize that he did so many voices for most of the shows, right? Most of the episodes. So that makes me think that he knew he was in a bad place and, you know, health-wise and everything. So he decided to do as much as he could for the legacy of the Black Panther because he really loves that character and what he did with it. And I, I support him as well. It was really some glorious stuff. And that episode, that second episode was amazing. I, I truly loved it, right? You got the third one. The third one was... That one I didn't like as much. It's basically what if before the Avengers became the Avengers, they all died. I know it's crazy, right? You start with Tony Stark dying, Hulk dies, Hulk, my Hawkeye dies, Thor dies, like everyone dies. It was crazy, man. It has its own story, which I don't have to get into because it's a spoiler, spoilery story. It's more of a, what they call those movies, a whodunit, you know, where you're trying to guess who is the person killing all these Avengers. But to be honest, in the first five minutes, I knew exactly who it was exactly who it was and I knew exactly why and it was so predictable for me but that's I think my problem and I think that's why I didn't like that's why for me it's my worst so far because it was good and I get it and, and it was nice and the action and everything but I knew everything and the ending also was like yeah it was a twist and everything but it was also I felt like mm, this is boring you know I, I, I wasn't inspired at all but then came the fourth episode which until the next one which i will watch i think tonight even until the next one the fourth is the best now the fourth imagines a world now if you watch dr strange the movie dr strange is going for some awards ceremony but then gets run off the road crashes destroys his hands and then goes to become the sorcerer supreme right now imagine if instead of that he had gone to pick up his girlfriend from the dr strange movie picked her up, taken her to the awards, but on the way to the awards, they crash and she dies. So he goes looking for the magic, not to restore his hands or whatever, but to restore her, to bring her back to life, basically, right? And he makes that choice when he becomes the Sorcerer Supreme to do everything he can to bring her back. And honestly, that is, that is really, it was so good, so nice, scary as well, like action packed is crazy uh benedict cumberbatch did an amazing performance as dr strange of course we get to meet new characters we get to see the whole you know the whole time loop thing that they do in movies whereby the same event keeps happening over and over i don't know i don't go too deep into it but honestly it is the best like that one there whoever is not even whoever is not concerned with what if fine i don't care don't watch any others, but watch that one only, and you will love it. And you will understand why the show is so amazing. And I have a theory of my own for Spider-Man No Way Home, the new Spider-Man movie coming out, which we'll talk about as we get closer to the date, you know, just December. So we're close, but not close enough. And uh, I have a theory, because the Spider-Man movie deals with the multiverse, right? They open up the world and so now all these branching realities and that's what basically what if is about it's the multiverse it's that <coughs> loki or at least female loki 
made a choice in the Loki TV series which has started the multiverse and created all these alternate timelines, right? Now one of them is this one here where Doctor Strange does everything he can to bring back the love of his life. I think that the Doctor Strange we see in that episode is the same Doctor Strange we see in the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Something like that. Like there's a multiverse element to it because that Doctor Strange in the trailer was weird but I'll leave that alone. Next one we have which is episode 5 is What If Zombies. You know, Now I think it was 2005. Marvel Comics did a comic called Marvel Zombies, right? Written by Robert Kirkman, the same guy who wrote The Walking Dead. They brought him on to do this comic. So it's basically what happens if a zombie virus infects the world. But here's the thing is the most powerful superheroes get it. So I think in the comic it was like the Fantastic Four and Iron Man and Captain America and all these are all these other people. It was crazy, right? Like what would you do if those guys got it? And here's the craziest part is they maintain a certain level of intelligence. They're not just dumb zombies. They maintain a certain level, and which is scarier because imagine that. And I believe it was a really fun episode and really well done. Ooh, and had a very nice ending, uh, which was a twist. I kind of didn't want it to end, but uh, it's all good, you know. Still, it was lovely. Uh, but it wasn't the most special, but it was lovely. Then there was uh, last week's episode, which was What If Killmonger Saved Tony Stark? You remember in the beginning of Iron Man 1, you know, Tony Stark is in the army Humvee with these army guys taking photos, selfies, all that shit. And then they crash. No, they get blown up. He lands next to one of his, one of his bombs lands next to him, blows up. You know, that's where Iron Man begins, basically. But this one is different. What if when he lands next to that bomb, before it blows up, Killmonger grabs it, throws it away. Remember they said Killmonger was an ass was a mercenary, an assassin in Afghanistan, doing all kinds of missions for the U.S. Army, right? So it makes sense that he could technically be there. But the way they spin the story is another thing I really loved. You know, it's one of the things I'm loving the most from this "what if" stuff, because they could just go the normal route, do with the Captain Carter thing, and I think that's why they started with Captain Carter. You know, they realized that this one here is the one which is most like the movie which it's gotten from, right? So they did that one first to kind of ease us into it. Then they started going wild and they keep going wilder and wilder. I can't wait for... I think today's is going to be what if Thor didn't have a brother? What if he was just Thor? So I guess he becomes party Thor. <laughs> which should be fun. But the Killmonger Man one was, was crazy. But one thing I've realized with these what ifs is... Most of them end really sad and like a depressing way almost for where the multiverse would go. So now, if you watch Loki, the TV show, and remember when we were told that if the multiverse happens, bad things will happen. The bad things are happening. They are happening really badly. Like, I know I've said that twice, but it's going really bad. And like, if this is how the multiverse is going to be, it's going to be crazy. But I, I really enjoy it. So, the kind of the reason I wanted to talk about What If was not only because it's amazing and I love, you know, most of the stuff Marvel does, almost everything. They misfired only like twice maybe, but everything else, beautiful, right? 
I mainly wanted to talk about it because I wanted to ask myself, what if? What's the what if scenario that I have in my life? You know? And I really went through my life. I tried to get like three or something like that, like something that would really, you know, really change something. But there's only one I could really get because I feel like, yeah, sure, there are choices I could have made differently here, differently there, but not really. There's one choice that not haunts me, but I still think about to this day. Um, I remember at this point, this is like six years ago, maybe. I think I had just started my job with this company, right? And yeah, I think it was six years ago. I had just started the job. I worked like five months because I had a temporary contract and the contract ended. So then I had like two, three months off, right? So in those months, uh, a friend of mine was trying to be an actor and trying to do a lot of work in other places. So he had an audition with there was this TV show called Deception. It was this uh, TV show on NTV and they were going into their final season and they were trying to cast like new members for the next season and everything, right? The final season. So he was going for it and I'm like, man, I've always loved the aspect of making movies and acting or directing or writing or all that creative stuff. Really enjoy it. So I told him, fuck it, man, let me come. He said, yeah, come along, man, just come and see, experience it for yourself. I'm like, I'm in. So I go with him. We go, I think the place was Royal Suits, which is in Bugolobi. And we go there. That's where they used to film. So we go there. And uh, the only people they allow in, into that hotel room, it was a big hotel room where they're doing the auditions. The only people they allow in are the actors. No one else, no visitors, no guests or whatever. So they told me if I come in, I have to also participate. I was like, shit, I get, you know, why not? So I jumped in. They give everyone a script. They give you a character. They tell you, read for this character. So they give me a character. Tell me, read for it. So basically, it's a very, very, very basic scene. Right? It's this guy is... Okay, that was a weird one. That was a goat. Anyway, this guy wakes up in the morning and like going for breakfast. But just as he leaves the house, his wife confronts him. Right? And what the wife basically wants is to find out where he was like the night before. You know, a typical Ugandan story, you know, like possibly possibly cheating or whatever it is, you know, stuff like that. The the basic shit, right? So I'm like, cool. I read the scene. I see the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, 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 this is nice, this is nice. I try to uh memorize all my lines and everything and I think I have it figured out and I'm like, Yes, I got it. Let's go. So I go, right? I enter the room with the actress, the main actress of the TV show. That's who we're auditioning with, which I really liked. I felt that was really nice for them to give us her to audition with, right? So we go to audition with her. And uh, we start, she's so nice to me. She's saying, what's up? Just be comfortable, relax. Don't worry about all this. It's just an audition. I'm like, oh, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. She's like, be easy, relax, be easy. Just do it. So we start. So I, I have the first line. So I say something like, oh, how are you? Something like that, right? And she's supposed to respond with something else. She does not respond with that. She goes completely off script and changes every word and just 
literally comes in my face and shouts at me like the way an angry wife would shout at her husband who she suspects of cheating, right? So I'm there standing looking at her like, what the fuck is happening? But she's shouting, but the thing is the camera is not catching her face, right? So she gives me like a wink, like as if to tell me that, hey, we are in it now, you know? I'm like, shit, I guess this is it. So I dive in. I forget all the lines I read and I decide to approach this from like as if it's me in the situation, right? Because that's when I realized they didn't want you to memorize the lines. They didn't want they don't want you to go word by word. That's not the point. The point is this scene is about this situation. Make this scene happen. And so that's what I did. I said fuck it and I went for it and we like shouted at each other and it was like bad and and you know and I remember the scene didn't even call for something but I think I like threw something down and like walked out and slammed the door and I, when I slammed the door and I walked out I thought to myself oh shit that's the dumbest thing you've ever done in your life <laughs> but I come back in everyone is smiling they're like okay good 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 go back so I go back in the waiting room with the other guys rest of the actors right my friend does his scene someone else we knew there does another scene it's all good they tell us to come back in and do a scene now by yourself like your own scene whatever you want no one cares no one is judging you no one is bothered you know do what you feel like doing right so I go in there and I do a scene like um like I don't really say the type of scene I did, but I wanted to do something that would bring out some kind of emotion from me, right? So it was like losing someone, a scene like that, right? And how you would react, but not in the whole screaming, crying, mama, help me type of way, no, fuck all that, you know, like, like real play, like the emotion of like a heart, like man, I guess, or something, you know, something like that, right? Like really played like that, and it, it turned out really well. And I remember when I finished, everyone was clapping. I don't remember what I said, but people clapped. For me, it was all good. I left. So then I leave. Uh, I don't hear from them in maybe two months. So I get a, offered another contract at this company. But this time, it's a permanent contract, and it's up country. I'm like, damn it. I don't want this contract, but I'm almost out of money because I've just been going through my savings and everything. So I'm like, you know what? Fine. I'll go do this for like, you know, a few months or something and then get something else. So I go there, I go up country, I work for maybe a week. Yeah, I think a week. I think I arrived on Sunday. And then the next Monday, I got a phone call. And the phone call was the casting director of that TV show. Tells me, hey, we really liked your audition. We want you to come in. We have a part for you. I'm like, uh, what? coming when they're like friday i'm like that this is it's impossible i can't make it friday she's like uh okay if you can't make it this friday can you make it on monday i'm like that's even worse like <laughs> she's like okay it's all good we'll call you back at that point i think damn it they're not gonna call me back but whatever last season doesn't really matter they call me back like the next week they're like please we need you to come in on friday we have this amazing role for you she's like she really went down with it like we have this amazing role for you. We really want you to take it. We think you could be perfect in it. Please come and do it. And I told her, no. I told her, there's no way I can leave this work. I just got the job. It's just like crazy. She's like, I understand. You know, I understand. And she's like, fine, we'll get someone else. 
that moment to this day kind of still haunts me because I actually started watching the show then well partly because my friend was on it but also because I really really wanted to see what part they were going to give me turns out the part was like for the I don't know if he was the main bad guy but if you watch that season there were some guys who had a deal with like the main star and they used to go to some warehouse where they were like trying to like rob him or something. It was a whole thing. I, I mean, again, I don't really watch those shows. So I don't. I only used to watch like a few minutes just to see like what I would have been doing. And it looked like a good role. And I've seen that guy now, the guy who acted that role. I've seen him in a few things on Ugandan TV. And I'm like, man, what if? Like I would really love to go back make the choice i would like to branch out in that other timeline and see where that timeline led me it's a scary one because here's the thing final season what if you do that season ends and you're done you're done that's it the, the pay wasn't good the pay was basically the same pay i was going to make right maybe i was actually going to make i was making more money where i was but it was not that much more but more, you know. So what would have happened if I had taken it? That always bugs me sometimes. Sometimes I sit back and think about it, and I'm like, really, what if? Ah, oh well, we'll never really know. But that that would be interesting to see. All right. Anyway, that was just my thing. Um, yeah, that's the podcast for today. There is one last thing I wanted to do because I sent this. I shared this podcast with someone else, right? And they asked me, hey, you said you've been listening to all these love songs and everything and these breakup songs. What are like your like top breakup songs? So I wanted to like, give a list of maybe like 10, you know? Now, I'll, I'll start with, uh, if you know Halsey, there's this amazing song she has called Without Me, which I really, really love. Um, I don't know. It's more like telling the person who left you like, how do you think you're going to survive without me? It's kind of like cocky, but like not really cocky because you can tell that they have pain in their voice and everything. <laughs> you know, I could go with the, there's the same one, obviously, there's Adele with her shit. There's Stay I Missed You by a chick called Lisa Loeb. There's The Beatles, Yesterday, of course. Love that song. I don't know if you watched the movie. You should also watch the movie. Very good movie. I don't know if I should explain the movie. And it'd be basically a movie whereby the Beatles didn't ever exist but there's a guy who knows the songs of all the Beatles so becomes famous singing their songs it's a whole thing it's a fun movie though not the best but it's a fun movie there's dreams by Fleetwood Mac that's a really good song all right now let me go I'm gonna just give you like my top five or six right there's Mr. Brightside by the Killers which maybe is not exactly a breakup song it's more of a song where you can't get the girl you love the girl you see her like the other side and you really want her to be with you but you know you're not with her she'll never be with you and you more or less just i guess accept it but uh, i don't know something like that's how i read the song anyway this tone by natalie in brooklyn she's an amazing singer who only had like two good songs i don't know why it, it really disturbs me but she has such a good song tone amazing 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 song then obviously I did tell you guys about uh, Love Don't Live Here Anymore. Amazing song as well. But, 
you know, it, it is what it is. There's nothing compares to you, of course. Sinead, Sinead O'Connor. Is that how they say her name? You know, I've never said it out loud now that I realize it. But she also has an amazing song, Nothing Compares to You. But I feel like that gives too much power to the person who broke up to you. But, <laughs> but it hits right in the feels <laughs> when you're listening to it. Okay, but there's this song which is a killer. The killer song which I don't even think you should listen to when you break up with someone because it will destroy your heart. As it did mine. Is uh, There's that song, Goodbye My Lover by James Blunt. You know, that's basically when you've accepted and you're like I really love this person but they'll never be with me I accept and that's how basically Goodbye My Lover is and it's a really awesome song and James Blunt James Blunt is one of those guys who has always killed it but has never been respected I don't know why don't know what's wrong with people but that's the guy anyway if you're ever in a situation like that those are a few songs you can listen to they're quite nice um yeah hopefully the next podcast i do will be at the new place i think i think so according to the timeline that i'm setting it should be uh let's hope for better sounds let's hope for no goats in the background and we'll be all right okay uh thanks for listening goodbye